Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinnerbaits, buzzbaits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. Welcome to the Bass Kayak and Beers podcast on the Paddle and Fin Network. On this podcast, we'll be talking about life and kayak fishing. Every week, we'll have a special guest, whether it's a tournament angler, a content creator, or just a regular guy or girl who just loves to go kayak fishing. So grab a cold beer, sit back, and enjoy the show. Bass Kayak and Beers is sponsored in part by Douglas Rod. Go to douglasoutdoors.com to check out their full lineup and locate your nearest authorized dealer. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. Once again, to the Bass Kayak and Beer segment on the Paddle and Fin Network. Got my special guest for today, Catherine Field. She's going to be joining us in just a few seconds. Uh, before we get started, just kind of wanted to reach out to all of you that have actually reached out to me, showing support. Um, as some of you know, that follow my podcast and my social media. I've been dealing with uh, my dog who got diagnosed with Cushing's disease, which is... I guess not as rare as I thought it would be, but basically what she does, what she has is a tumor on her adrenal gland. That's what it explained to me, which is causing her to lose potassium, which got her to be very weak. The problem is apparently that tumor is now cancerous and it has spread to his liver, according to what the doctor said in the ultrasound. So this last two weeks uh, after she got diagnosed, it's been hectic. It's been emotional grind uh, um, last Friday. Um, I called the doctor during the week and asked him if I could uh, give my dog Pedialyte to help with the potassium loss. The doctor said it's fine. I made a mistake of giving my dog the like the um, sport Pedialyte, which is like 10 times more rich than even Gatorade. And that kind of messed up her whole insides. And on last Friday, she had a really tough day and it got really bad. And we thought, well, I thought I was going to lose lose my dog. Um, so I had to rush her to the emergency. Uh, fortunately, there was an oncologist on site um, and he kind of looked over her history and we talked a little bit. So they prescribed new medication for her. She's back to feeling better, but she still has that tumor, which apparently could be cancerous. So on Wednesday, um, that'll be today if you're listening when the show air. She's going to be at noon. We're going to be with the oncologist and they're going to do some more tests and figure out what the right course of action is. Um, it could be that there's nothing that could be done and we're going to have to put her down soon. Or it could be that something can be done and maybe we can cure her. Hopefully, if it's within what I can afford, which I'm assuming it's not going to be cheap because she does have cancer, then I'm assuming that's going to be whether it's surgery or medication is going to be super expensive. And then the other thing that I have to consider is even if I sell my truck and afford them the procedures, whether that's going to really help her on her everyday life. I don't want to put my dog through a bunch of surgeries or medications that's just going to, you know, cause her horrible side effects because dogs don't know that they have terminal disease. They just feel what they feel in the moment. So I don't, I don't want to put her through that. Even if, if if it means that I can give her a few months more of life, 
So there's a lot of things that I have to consider hopefully by tomorrow. But anyways, thank you to all the reach out to me. Uh, some of my fans on social media, friends, family members have come to visit, say, uh, to visit my dog, uh, text me, email me, send me DMs through Facebook and uh, Instagram. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. Um, so anyways, that's it. Just want to give you an update on that. And thank you again to all that reached out. So without further delay, let's bring in Catherine Fields. How are you doing, Kat? Yeah, I'm doing good, Armando. And, you know, uh, I just want to say I'm thinking about you and, and your dog. I've thank uh, you. gone through some very similar things. Um, I don't have dogs anymore, but uh, it's tough, man. They're, they're uh, objects of our affection and, and give such unconditional love that, it's hard. So just thinking of you and I'll say a prayer for you and, and your pup. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hope things for the best. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know for some people you say it's just a dog and yes, it's just a dog, but I don't have yeah, kids. Part of, part of the family. My wife and I don't have kids. So that's like our kid, you know, that's like yeah. a little daughter or whatever. So it means a lot yeah. to me, but we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow. At least I gotten a few more weeks with her that I thought that I wasn't going to have. So that's it's true. cool that, that I got to spend this time with her, but I haven't been able to do any pre-fishing for the KBF trails. We're going to talking about the You're KBF trails pretty much. soon. <laughs> I haven't. I was going to go today. Kate. I was going to go today. And you know, you your post. Oh my God. I told my wife, I'm going to get some things done in the morning. I set up everything on my kayak. I haven't taken my PA 360 out in the water yet. I've had it on my garage for two weeks. I can't find any more things to entertain myself. Like I'll put stuff together, then I'll take him out and put him back on the kayak just to keep my right mind busy. So I had everything set up in the truck. I was just going to load it and get going. And when I went outside, saw that wind, I says, wait a minute. Let me check the weather app. Yeah. Saw the wind at by 35 mile per hour gusts. I'm like, no, I can't do it as yeah, much as I want. That, that southerly wind. Uh... You know, I'm, I'm not that familiar with Texas, but uh, I've experienced that very high southerly wind on the on those Fort Worth lakes. And it was I was out there yesterday and it was some pretty good rollers and uh, it was hard to find a place to get any cover from where I was. So, yeah, that's a <laughs> I was I saw that today. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's going to be a day I take a break. And, you know, I've done a little bit of map study, but mostly just working on projects and. Uh, did a little pond fishing at a church down the road. That was fun with my friend Cher. So. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done pond fishing. There is a nice spot. Yeah. Yeah. That so. creek. Did you went to the creek behind the the, the church? It's called, uh, I think that's Big Bear Creek. There's some big bass on that creek. I've caught some nice No, yeah. we didn't go to the creek. We just did the ponds. But I, I might have to might have to check that out. There, I saw a lot of bass, but they're pretty smart. They didn't want to yeah. have anything to do with me today. So... <laughs> This is the way it goes sometimes. So, yeah, there are a lot of people fish that pond, but yeah, if yeah. you park, uh, I mean, I'll go with obviously when there's no service, but when the parking's empty, there's no service. I usually try to go park, and then you can. There's a little walking trail next to the church, and yeah. then on the back, you'll 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 run into um, big. I think it's Big Bear Creek, and it's it's a nice. I have to check nice, that out next uh, time. Largemouth bass there. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. That's what was in I'll, the I'll pin, drop you the spot. Yeah. So I, I thought you, I thought I saw you in Lake Athens. You really love that lake, don't you? I do love Lake Athens. Yeah, it's a I nice could, lake. I could maybe live at Lake Athens. I love that. It's got a lot of a lot. Of, I've fished a lot of different lakes um, in the last few weeks. I mean, I've been Hubbard. I've been to just a bunch of random lakes like Athens. Uh, you know, and then the Trinity River uh, system lakes. So I've been trying to just put in my time and, and learn some of this Texas waters. It's a lot of different fishing than, than I'm used to. So it's a good way for me to just get used to this area. But I'm, vegetation growth is not a lot yet. And I don't know if that's because of that big ice storm everybody had here. And yeah, I don't know how many weeks ago that was, but it seems like the vegetation's really lacking in a lot of places. So that's yeah. that's been interesting. But man, Athens, yeah. They I they the bass school in that lake, which is amazing. Yeah. 
Um, just all of a sudden they're just erupting everywhere. And, uh, they're pretty finicky as far as what they're going to take, but I've been able to catch a few in that, some really nice ones and uh, some huge white bass as they mix in in schools uh, at the same time there. But man, that looks a lot of fun. I, I, yeah, I it is. It. I love it. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's really nice. It's not too, it's not big, but it's not too small. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and it has a nice, nice little area. It has grass everywhere, like everywhere. Yeah, but it has, um, but the grass hasn't uh, grown up yet. It's it's still yeah. emerging. So it's it's not too overgrown really at this point. And lily pads really are just starting to come in. And um, But it's been some good fish in there. And yeah. uh, I have a good time. <laughs> I've had some good times, but um yeah just it's a way for me to really try and just hone in and and some of that some of that water in athens is relatable as far as some of the stuff you see it on lake worth and and those lakes um so far the, you know i fished uh i fished most of the lakes in that system so far but i don't really have i don't really have a spot that speaks to me yet i'm sort of like uh, I don't know. I don't usually have a spot when I do tournaments. Some people like I have a spot and I'm going to go to this spot. No. Most of the time I don't have a spot. It's I have usually I've tried to find places that have, um, you know, two to three, if I'm lucky, four different options as far as what I want to do. And I just sort of try and be agile and, and scrounge uh, and try to find some fish. I sort of fly by the seat of my pants. I don't really have spots. And so that's what I've been trying to do is just eliminate water, find places that I feel like I could maybe put together a couple limits, but I don't know. The fishing's been sort of weird lately. So I haven't had yeah, a lot of success in that Fort Worth system. I, I'm not in love with it yet. I'm in love with some other lakes for sure. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I was excited when they announced it first, but then when I saw the list of lakes and all that, I was like, Yeah, I'm to me, I'm gonna say 94 inches can win you either day, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I don't think because I haven't fished Eagle Mountain Lake, but Lake Worth, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's a great lake for bass fishing. Um, I've, some, I've heard some people that love it. But. Yeah, I think it has some big ones, but I just I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be challenging to find those, yeah. uh, especially with the sort of these windstorms that have been coming in. Yeah. And it's uh, Saturday is then gonna be you know everything's coming from the south. It's gonna switch around, come from the north, and uh, it's just I, I feel like um, the fishing just feels a little sluggish right now yeah. uh, on all the lakes. And I don't know if that was like the big winter blast, even Hubbard Creek. Uh, when we did the Texas kayak championship series on Hubbard Creek, you know, I'd always heard like Hubbard Creek is, like, you know, a grass lake. And, and what I really found was that that really didn't even have the grass. And so it was a really a, uh, a challenge to find any kind of structure that the fish were relating to. There wasn't a lot of it that you could find and the bite was really slow. So that was a, that was a big grind. Um, obviously some people are going to do well. And, yeah. and I'm hoping that I'll be laser focused enough to be one of those, but I just go out and, and do my best and try and, um, you know, I really, I really, how can I say it? I was talking about this today is I feel like, um, you know, since the surgery and stuff that I had in the, in the fall, like I'm, I'm just starting at the point where I feel like, I'm I'm starting to click as far as uh, what I'm able to do physically, my endurance. Of, you know, I still am having some some physical challenges, but um, I'm starting to feel more like myself. And I'm trying to get to that point where I can just click to the next chapter. I I feel like I've gone through the hardest period. Of my entire life, Armando. I've really been uh, struggling for the last six months, and I and I, I just want to run down the future path at this point, and yeah. I'm trying to get there and work hard and 
and uh, I think it'll click over, but it's it's definitely just nothing that comes really. It's it's been a lot. I've had a lot on my plate, and I'm just trying to persevere and and grow through it and see how it all turns out. I feel like if I can keep applying myself and stay positive and and keep working at this, that you know good things are going to happen, and I'm going to get there and, and do better. I've got my goals as far as trying to be more consistent, but you know I've taken a big leap here with uh you know in January I. I quit my job and I'm traveling full time, just going to do tournaments. And, you know, life has also brought a lot of challenges as far as, um, as far as health issues and family issues and, you know, just personal issues. It's, it's been a real struggle. So um, definitely, I don't know. So been uh, just trying to, focus on the on this little path and this leap I've taken and, and try and create this uh, future for myself and it, it's definitely been the, one of the hardest things I've ever done everybody says it's, you know you're living a life but sometimes I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> what am I doing but, uh, it's difficult Knives, machetes, saws, and shears multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks if it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. It is, and I, I mean, I can't say I completely understand what you're going through, obviously, because I'm not, I'm not in your situation. But I, I would assume that the the emotional toll of just knowing that in your mind you want to do more, but the rest of your body is just not there yet, and yeah. that takes an emotional toll on you. Just the frustration of not being able to put together what your mind wants to do and your what your body can do, yeah. and it it wears on you. You know, it, it, and adding to that, your. Per, whatever personal or uh, family um, uh, challenges uh, have come and may come in the future. It only adds to that. But what I, what I really respect about you and I admire you about you is the sense that you, you, your, your mentality, you know, of no quit on it, you know, like let things, your positive outlook that it's going to get better. It, I just have to get through this, even if it goes on a day by day basis, even if it's just between like, let me get through this day and we'll worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. That mental and emotional fortitude, I mean, you cannot, um, how do you say this, understate it because it takes, it takes a really strong and uh, uh, emotional and mental person to just realize that it may just be living day by day and goals are going to be set, you know, every morning and maybe reset during the day because other things might inhibit yeah. you from reaching that goal. So it, and your convention of knowing that things are going to get better and you are going to get through this and you are going to achieve the goals that you have set out yourself. It's just a question of holding on is yeah. something that everyone that has seen your journey, whether it's uh, on your social media account, uh, especially on YouTube where you do the uh, the vlogs, it's inspiring. My wife, I was talking to my wife, and uh, because we actually set up, uh, talked about just a few hours ago, and I finally told, okay, finally, I got kids coming to the show, and she's <laughs> like, "Are you gonna cry again?" Because <laughs> we've been, Don't cry, we will see, we we will see on the sofa and watch your vlogs and me and my wife would just get teary-eyed especially the one where you finally caught a fish after getting <laughs> back on the water this year my my wife and i were just like there wasn't a dry eye in, in the sofa oh my gosh for that the, was so the duration great. of that video yes it was a very inspiring video i think you know the it's the people people don't understand and i and i don't mean to sound uh I don't know, weird about it, but it's, I think it's very hard to relate. And I was talking to another person um, who had had some major surgery 
uh, this winter and that how much of an emotional toll that you go through just going through something that's so physical and you aren't able to do the things you want to do. You're, you are so, you know, socially isolated. You're, you know, maybe dependent on people in a way that you don't like to be dependent. Um, the impact it just has on every facet of your life. And it's, and it's very draining. And I, and I appreciate that you say that, you know, I'm positive, but I'm not, I mean, the frankly, I'm not always positive. I really do struggle. Um, and there's days that I'm better at that than others. And there's times where I just get down a rabbit hole and, a, and I feel very um, negative and withdrawn and I cry a lot. And, you know, I'm human like everybody else. And, you know, I'm fortunate that I have some really good friends that I'm able to, to talk to and say, you know, hey, I'm I'm feeling this way and I'm, I'm going through this and I'm really struggling and I, I don't understand how I feel or I'm not sure what to do. And, and they've been very helpful and, and supportive. And, and, you know, I, and I pray a lot, like this has really strengthened my faith uh, going through all this, but, you know, I definitely, I've been trying to share that on my vlogs and, and be as transparent as I can, but sometimes it's just, I don't always share all that intense trope because I feel like it's, I feel a lot of shame about it in a way. And I, and it's, and it's scary. And I think it's, you know, I don't, I don't want, you know, there's some things that are just so hard to share about that. And I've been trying my best um, through this process to share what I can, because I know that I'm not the only one that's no. experienced this. And I know I'm not the only one going through this, but it is very hard. Um, it's very hard for your, your family, your friendships. I feel like it's in a way what, what I've gone through. Um, it definitely has, has changed parts of me. Um, just, I don't think you could go through it unscathed at all. Um, but I know that it's also my opinion that it's, it's been very hard on, on some friendships and it's been very hard uh, for my family to watch and, and go through. And um, it's just not easy. And that's just part of life. These things are parts of life and everything from my health to, um, you know, when I was on Lake Seminole, you know, my dad um, got sick and, you know, my mom called crying saying that he wasn't going to make it and just sort of the shock of having to go through all that and, and trying to figure out how to handle that, you know, and that's just stuff we all go through in life at, at different stages in our life. And yeah. um, I try and share that because I really believe like there's got to be a reason for all this. There's a reason that, that I've tried that those things have happened and I've gone through that path. And I want to share that hope and like, maybe, maybe it helps somebody. If, if I share this and it helps that one person who's really struggling and you know, really in the darkness and, and feeling lost and that, that you can't get through it, you know, you don't, you know, if you just hang on, you can get through the next day. You don't, you're not going to be perfect. It's, there's no shame in, you know, saying you're struggling or you're, you're having a really difficult time or you feel, you know, struggling with really dark depression or anything like that. Like that's a reality that we all live with and it's a human struggle. And if that helps, if I share that and, and can share my progress through that and that helps one person in life, then it's worth the time for me to share that. And I, you know, but it's difficult. It's very difficult for me to put that out there. But I want, I feel like there's got to be a purpose for that beyond just my own spiritual struggle and growth. And, you know, it's it's hard to, to under comprehend all that. And I've had a very full plate, but I'm hoping like in these, you know, as, as time goes on, I'm, I'm going to get stronger and you know, I've, 
you know, I'm hoping that I can really dial it in as far as tournaments and fishing, but maybe that'll never happen. You know, like, I don't know, maybe I'll destined to be mediocre. I'll keep trying, but I just think there's something bigger at play. Um, and I just want to just keep plugging along and trying my best. I really would love to do well. I've got the, not just the trail coming up, but I've got um, Dardanelle uh, the next weekend after that. And I'm concurrently fishing the KBBT national championship bracket at the oh, yeah. same time. And, uh, you know, potentially if I do well, I got a tournament every weekend, probably for the next six weeks and a lot of travel. And um, I mean, it's just a full plate and, you know, it's sort of, I don't know what else to say about sort of crazy. I just want to, I just, I just really hope like I can find, you know, that I'm on that path that I feel like I'm supposed to be on and that there's some good that could come out of it beyond just my own happiness and joy. Like it helps somebody. So I don't, I don't know. It sounds weird, but <laughs> no, but it, it, and I, and it has. I haven't walked I mean, for a couple of weeks just cause I've been going through a really tough time and there's things that I haven't really, you know, shared. I, I probably at some point, I don't know. I don't think I will, but, <laughs> you know, there's there's just some things in life like it's hard it's hard to put all that out there, and social media is very difficult, and you know nothing's ever easy. And if there's anything I could just say is like you know it's just sometimes it is a struggle to try and find that positive stuff, and if you don't find it that day, you know don't just keep working at it. I mean you mm -hmm. can get through things and. You just got to, you know, I always say hashtag don't give up. And it really, what it comes down to, you know, I, I went through some tough times and I was telling a, telling a friend, cause it, you know, that affected some of my friendships because I'd be like, man, I'm really struggling. I'm in a lot of pain. And, and that really put me in a really dark place. And, you know, for some people, that's a, that can be like a really scary thing. And, but at the same time, it's like, I, I want to say like, okay, yeah, I, I was there, but I got through it. I made it through that period and look where I am now. Like you can't, don't let those, those personal failings define you because you have chances each day to try and improve on that. It's just sometimes it's a little easier than other days. Other days are a little tough. No, I definitely would. And one thing about it is like, your, I mean, your life story and and what you put out there in social media that really is inspiring. Here's the thing: it's not only inspiring to people that are going through similar situations. It's inspiring to I think everybody can relate and get inspired by you. I, I like I said, I sit in my sofa, I watch your vlogs with my wife, and it is inspirational. I, I, I haven't gone through any of the things that you do. So it's kind of hard to relate at that level or say that I understand everything you're going through because obviously I haven't gone through that. But still that perseverance inspires me to whatever obstacle I may have in my life, even though it's not going to be as big or as daunting as what you have to, gets me in that man mindset of like, you know what, you know, I see what Catherine is doing. I can get over this. You know, that's an inspiration to me. So you don't really have to, for those that are watching and listening, they don't, you don't really have to be going through that same situation that Catherine Fields is going to. You can just apply that inspiration to whatever your personal situation is mm -hmm. and, and to help you. And that transcends kayak fishing because your inspiration, one of, one of your inspirations is, and one of your goals is to become a better kayak angler. Yeah. Some, some other people that they may not be interested in kayak fishing, that's fine, but they are interested in something else. So whatever that something else is, you can get inspiration from your story. So it transcends more than kayak fishing. And I think the the fact that, and like I said, social media can be a horrible place in, in ways, um, <laughs> but yeah. it's still, it's still, there's still a lot of people most of the people I believe that listen to it 
are are going to be inspired by it, are going to feel better about whatever the challenges they go through because they're watching you persevere throughout all this, even though it's not every day is a heroic day in, in the sense that um, some days you, all of us at some point, some days feel like a failure. That's mm-hmm. not to say that it is because every day that we get up in the morning, they'll, it's, it's, it's a victory, you know, just going through everyday life sometimes is a victory. Even if it was just the crummiest day we've had, you made it through the day and let, let's go on to the next day. So even with that, I mean, think it, it's, it's something that we can all um, relate to at a certain level and apply ourselves to it and, and, and inspire ourselves to be better. Do you feel like when it comes to kayak fishing, you know, you have you have your situations, your struggles, and you have kayak fishing, and you've made it a choice to kind of keep your plate full when it comes to kayak fishing. How do you think that relates to what you're going through? Do you think that that is a, a healthy distraction or or it keeps your mind busy or inspires you, inspires yourself to do more because you're keeping yourself busy? Or do you think at some point just the grind of driving from one place to another and loading and unloading your kayak and spending hours on the water pedaling, do you think that is makes things easier or harder for you? That's a hard one. Um, I mean, here's the thing is that being out on the water and fishing for me is, is a very healing experience. I, I love being out there in nature. And sometimes that's really hard for me if I'm, if I'm just struggling with whatever to try and get that space in my mind and let all that stuff go and just try and, and be in the moment and, and fishing really helps me to focus on that, to just be in the present and be in the moment and focus on fishing and, 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 you know, there's been times, you know, usually that's a a lot of joy for me. And there's been times lately that I haven't had that joyous feeling that I'm so used to feeling and I've been getting that back, but I definitely, I mean, practically the stuff that I'm doing is honestly pretty crazy. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. Um, but I feel I feel called to do it. I don't know how else to explain it. Like I just feel like there's this um, unseen path in front of me and I have a desire to follow that and I don't know where it's going to go, but I definitely feel like if you look at sort of what, what challenges I have and what I'm doing, it's, pretty ridiculous what I'm doing (laughs) but it's okay I love it but like you know when I told the told the doctors and stuff at my surgery you know hey when can I go do these tournaments and and they they didn't have like a great answer for me because nobody does that most people Mm -hmm. get these things done and they're they're still on a bunch of medications and do this and that and and I really want to have as full a life as I can and and go out and travel and you know it's not it's not it's a it's a challenge it's not easy and it's not easy for anybody anybody what no matter what situation you're in um and it's there's different struggles as far as you know not just physically but just being out on the road it can be very freeing but it also can you can feel pretty lonely out there you know by yourself but um yeah i don't know man i don't know that the specific answer to your question. It's, I just feel like I have a purpose Mm -hmm. and I have a chance to do this. And if anything taught me after going through all this, it's like, you know, life can change in a heartbeat. You, you feel like you understand how, how things are going in your life. And all of a sudden it does a 180, you know, um, where things don't go as, as planned and the world, the way you thought it was going to be all of a sudden turns upside down and fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions 
that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You know, you all you have is right now, and and that's a, that's something that I just don't want to lose my chance to do. That I don't want to wait and say, I may not be able to do this in five years. I may not be able to do this next year. I don't know, you know. So you just try and. I want to take advantage of the time I have and, and go for it. And just, I don't want to say like, I wish I would have done this when I had the chance, because I've been saying that to myself of like, I wish I had done this in my twenties. or I wish I did X, Y, Z when I was in my thirties and I could have done it at such and such a time. And this is the time now to do it. And so I've cashed in all my chips and I'm going for it. And it's, you know, it is what it is. It's not easy, but it's how I feel like. I feel that that's what God has put in my path. And that's what I'm willing to do. And I've taken that leap of faith to do it. And I, I have no idea where it's going to go. Like, <laughs> But I just, I want to do that. I don't know how else to explain it. It's so crazy, but... You know, and I think I understand in the sense that you, when when all is said and done, you want to look back and says, I have no regrets. I left exactly. no stone unturned. Exactly. I did everything I wanted to do, even when everybody else thought it was crazy. Even when my body said, this is crazy, I pushed myself to do more than, and, and not only that, but inspire other people. And I think that's the biggest legacy. It's not how many fishes you catch, how many tournaments you win, how many angler of the year points you've racked up. I mean, the true your true legacy has been, and I think will be, the the inspiration that you have brought to other people. And, and, I, and I think that's you can put that a price is, on that. I think part of that is just helping other people realize their own dreams and potential and and what brings them joy and you know it's life's too short and I just I want to go out there and, and do what I can and meet people and be friendly and just be open hearted and share the love I have with others and be as supportive and and loving as I can and just risk it and be vulnerable and just go for it. Cause life's too freaking short Armando. I mean, it just, yep. it's like that, you know, just like you're fishing and then, you know, you don't know if your family members going to be okay or not. I mean, stuff just happens and we just have what we have today. And, you know, I, not to say like, I have any handle on all that. I would struggle. I've really, really struggled more than any time in my life. And, uh, man, I'm not perfect and I screw up and, uh, you know, I'm sure some people probably think bad things about me or whatever. I don't care. Like it's, I do the best I can and I, and I want to be out there and, and share that and, and have good people in my life and, and love them and, and just enjoy life. And like I said, no regrets because, we just don't have, we keep thinking like if I just do X, Y, and Z and then I'll be able to do this other thing at some point and that may never happen. And if you can do something now and you want to do it and you can do it, you know, why not go try it? At least try it. Try a little, even like little baby steps towards it. You don't have to like jump off the deep end like I have. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can yeah. do it, you, you know, start, just start. If you want to go fish tournaments, start with an online tournament. You know, if you want to, you know, do a little traveling and, and go see some things. I mean, I think we limit ourselves in our mind and we say mm -hmm. that we can't, we can't do something because of a number of reasons. But really the thing that holds us back is ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. and I've discovered that in my life. I, I come and I, I'll come up with a lot of, 
can't, I can't do this or can't do that. But, you know, it's try, trying to let that go and just realize like, yeah, I'm scared and I hurt and I'm suffering and man, this sucks. And, <laughs> you know, but still go out there and, and embrace that, that part happens, but there's so much joy that also happens. There's so much positive that also happens. And, you know, those, we just got to get through each day best we can, you know, and love the people that we're with and, you know, and just try and have love and in, in our heart as best we can for everyone. Definitely. And you're doing, I mean, you're pretty much doing all the, the tournaments. And for those that are not familiar with kayak tournaments, we have, there's three national trails, the KBF, the Hobie BOS, and the Bassmasters. And for the most part, doesn't always go smoothly, but for the most part, <laughs> the three directors get in contact and then they kind of make sure they don't double book, you know, a certain yeah. their tournament. So yeah. for you, that means, plus you're doing, you're doing some of the local um, kayak trails in, in Texas with a yeah. uh, kayak fishing championship. You're also doing the KBBBT, which is different from just, yeah, right. You know, your leisure fishing where you go out on a, a weekend and yeah, if I got something, it's nice. No. You actually competing. There's money on the line. There's, there's yeah. expenses on the line. There's traveling on the line. And that is pretty much every weekend you're on national stage competing. Yeah. Against that is one on one against a hammer, and yeah, you know, and you know, I'm a little bit of a disadvantage in that because I'm traveling. You know, I don't have a home lake with things that are honey hole or anything like yeah. I know where the good fish. Like I'm pretty much always on new water, and that that makes has been made it very challenging, and it, and it's you know it's but it's fun, and I, I'm doing that. I'm doing the some local trails in Texas. Um, the Utah local trails haven't started up yet, but I might try and fit some of that in. Um, Bassmaster, I'm, I actually was going to do Lake Fork, but I got really sick. Um, so I was sick for about 10 days and, uh, luckily not COVID. I tossed, you know, got negative on that, but man, I thought for sure I had it. Cause I like checked all the boxes. I kept getting sicker and sicker, but you know, that was sort of like, I, I really wanted to do that, but I couldn't feel, I felt it'd be irresponsible to go to a tournament like that, uh, not feeling well and possibly, you know, it's like, I don't want to be the typhoid Mary of Bassmaster. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> getting, like, everybody at the, because uh, I'm, yeah, it was you know, crowded. I try to be friendly. I don't want to, you know, so I didn't want to get my friends sick and I, I definitely didn't want to spread whatever. I was really worried it was COVID. So I didn't want to be like patient zero for the fast master on Lake Fork. So, um, so that was, didn't go as well, but um, yeah, I've got, I mean, my plate's pretty full and um, it's evolving constantly. I, I sort of made a schedule at the beginning of the year and now I'm in April and, I, and I'm looking at, you know, the, the rest of spring and summer and, what I'm going to do and where I'm going to go and, and things are constantly evolving with that. And um, yeah. So just trying to figure it all out, how to do it and, and still, you know, balance things out. So I can only, I, I'm sort of at the point where if I do like three to four consecutive weekends of tournaments, you know, I've got to take a little bit of a, a, a break because mm -hmm. I start just sort of worn down you know i i don't want to lose that um i don't want to lose the the joy i have of doing that yeah. and i don't want it to feel like this is some job you know or i have to fulfill something for i don't really have sponsors or anything but trying to fulfill some sort of obligation or or things you know i want to just be myself and and share that and, and have fun and i got my own goals i want to meet but you know, I'm I am pretty excited about all the different bodies of water I get to fish. A lot, you know, most of them are new for me, and and I'm I don't know. I like that. It's it's sort of like a no. I just like the newness of it. Going to someplace I've never been, trying to figure it out, trying new techniques or all that. It's 
it's like a, it's like space exploration in a way. You're just, you know, going to this new frontier and, and trying to figure it out as you go along. And, and I like that challenge about it. It's, it's a lot of fun for me. How, how would you say your fishing knowledge or experience has grown as an angler? How do you see, because I've seen tournaments uh, and I can think of a couple of tournaments you did in the Hobie BOS where day one wasn't what you wanted to, but day two, you made big moves and made big jumps. So there is, so we can see to a certain degree, the fruits of your labor, um, you know, I'm going to sound redundant here, but you know, come to fruition. Um, when you see the results that you've gotten in some of the tournaments, especially like I said, Hobie BOS on the second day and all that, how do you feel about your growth as an angler? I'm on a very extreme learning curve. I'm trying to just learn as much as I can and apply it and improve as fast as I can. Um, sometimes I feel just a little discombobulated, like I'm trying maybe too much to learn too much, but um Definitely like the last Hobie BOS. I've been taking a lot of risks. I would say um, last year I'd sort of, you know, find a place I felt comfortable and sort of stay within this. And this year I've been pushing the envelope a lot harder, taking a lot of risks as far as not like scary risks, but more, you know, going a little farther, pushing a little farther for things where I feel like, you know, day one I felt like, I was gonna, I had found some really good fish and, you know, I did a gamble. It's like, if those fish are there, if I can find those fish, I was gonna do really, really well. And that didn't turn out that way. But, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily have done that last year. So I think this year I'm probably much more aggressive as far as what what I'm going to push myself to try and do. I'm a little more open-minded on trying new things um, and, and going places that maybe I didn't feel as comfortable last year as far as, you know, like I'd never been on rivers. I mean, there's so much new stuff. So I feel a little more comfortable on the water and I'm willing to push that envelope a lot harder. Um, yeah, I, I feel that definitely. And I, and I feel like I'm able to process things a lot better as far as when, you know, when I get in a situation, I'm able to come up with some different options than I normally would have, you know, when I first started this, when I just would be like, I just couldn't figure anything out. I just only had some very limited ways of fishing and they didn't apply in that kind of scenario. And that left me feeling pretty lost and frustrated. And now I feel like I have a lot of tools at my disposal and I'm much more willing to not get stuck in a rut and just drop something and try something else and, and just try and be a lot more agile about it and not, and feel confident that I can do that. So I just feel differently about those options. And I think, you know, if I just keep putting in the work that that's eventually going to pay off, I feel like I'm definitely mentally tough enough to do that and definitely and i think that at midway usa we know the ar-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern american history known for its modularity and widespread use it's often considered essential to any gun collection the essential things you need to run an ar-15 are usually always in stock during shortages things like magazines and 5.56 ammo whether you're looking to buy a new ar-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle Log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. You know, that's, I think, a challenge on a lot of these tournaments is things change so rapidly sometimes that if you can be able to think on the fly and change and, and not get stuck in, in a pattern, that, that you, you can find those opportunities and take advantage of them. And you know, it's, but part of it is just under, you know, it's time on the water and having that experience and going, okay, I understand why that happened. Whereas last year, I didn't necessarily always understand why something turned out a certain way, you know, why fish were where they were or they weren't. And this year, I feel like I understand that a little better, but it definitely is still 
still a learning process. So. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I was having a dinner with some friends um, not that long ago, and we're talking about my tournament and the Bass Masters. So um, one of my friends was like, oh, so that's just, you know, what's the point of, you know, that's just, you know, luck of the draw if you found five fish. And I was kind of trying to hide my disappointment in my face uh, with that question because I have to understand. Not everybody understands how deep of a puzzle fishing mm-hmm. is, and kayak fishing especially and that's one of the things just a lot of people that are not familiar with fishing just think it's just throwing a line out there and be lucky to catch the five biggest fish and it's totally not if it was mm-hmm. you want to see russ knighter jody quinn uh, christian fisher guillermo gonzalez constantly be in the money or in the top 10 or winning in case of russ knighter yeah so there's a lot of th- things involved and the more you learn, the more you appreciate the magnitude of that puzzle. And it's mm-hmm. hard to just word it, you know, in a podcast. You know, it's just there's so many different aspects of it. It's like what mm-hmm. lures are there? How do you use them? And then where do I apply them? And what season? And what lake? It is. There are so many things out there. It's just a very, very deep rabbit hole. And the more mm-hmm. you go down it, the more you appreciate the the hard work that is involved in it. And one that's one of the beauties about kayak fishing and fishing in general is you don't it doesn't matter how athletic you are, how skilled you are, because at the end of the day, you know, you can be the fastest pedal out there, but there's going to be somebody with a torpedo that's going to get to a spot uh, mm-hmm. faster than you are. Well, we, get there. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty much just about knowledge, and there's some skill involved. You know, being able to skip, you know, a single deep into brush like Christine Fisher. That that is yes, that that may that may be like a, a deal breaker when it comes to getting in the money or not. So there are some skills involved in it, but those skills are accessible to anyone out there. Mm-hmm. You don't, it's not like, I always say like baseball. If you didn't grow up playing the peewee leagues in baseball, you're not going to make it into the major leagues. You might make it to double AA, A, triple A, but that sport is such skill that you have to, though your whole life has to revolve around it in mm-hmm. order to make it to the major leagues. Fishing, even though it's it involves some skill, like we mentioned with Christian Fisher and other anglers, and I think Christian Fisher mentioned her on her videos on um, what was it on uh, Lake Fork. He says he mentioned that only five anglers in that tournament could you know pull that that type of casting and skipping consistently, and she's right. So that does make a difference. But at the end of the day, it's the knowledge and the work you put into it what's going to really stand out when it comes to how you do fishing. And obviously, you're putting the work on it um, and you're putting the knowledge in it. You're putting, you know, you're putting everything into it. So success is not something, even though it's not guaranteed, it's not a foregone conclusion. It's safe to say that you're in the right path to achieve the level of success on a, you know, that puts you in, into that elite group. And I think we all feel confident that you are going to reach that level, especially with all the fishing that you're doing. It's just a matter of, you know, of, of when, you know, like you mentioned, the learning curve, <laughs> is different. the learning curve is different. And, and it's funny. I'll give I've you. I've only been fishing for bass for two years, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's a lot, you know, yeah. sometimes the stuff I apply, I apply to bass, you know, that I apply to other fish, um, you know, it'll come and I, I you know, I can't say I, I will ever be as good as Guillermo or Russ or any, you know, I can name a, you know, a ton of extra amazing anglers. I, I, I don't know that I will ever be that, but I definitely going to try as hard as I can. And I feel like, I have a confidence in myself that someday that's going to happen for me and I'm going to keep working until I get there. And I'm just going to keep visualizing it because 
the secret of it, like you can have those skills and, and, but a lot of it's, uh, is definitely a mental, mental game. You know, a lot of people, you get so frustrated. You, when you start getting frustrated on the water and you, you know, you lose the ability to, to really think that puzzle out, you know, yeah. it's, a lot of it is, is that a lot of that is just perseverance and not giving up and just grind, you know, grinding and keep going. And, and all those top anglers, that's just what they do. They're tough mentally. They don't give up. They just keep grinding and working at it and, and it'll pay off for them. And I think that applies with a lot of things, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of it's, yeah, with everything in life. And, but, you know, it's, that's something, that's a skill that you have to develop over time. And you're not going to be perfect and you're going to fail more often than you ever succeed. You're going to, you know, that's like that saying you fail 99 times and, you know, you succeed once, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot of, a lot of failing and struggling that goes in with that. But that's all how you learn. At least for me, that's how I learn. And, you know, I, I hope at some point that that I'll I'll be able to pull that all together and but I know that I can if I just keep working at it. I don't know when that'll be, but um, I'm definitely definitely not giving up and definitely for sure I'm gonna just keep throwing myself at this and and having fun and enjoying what I got and sharing that and you know. And if it's not me, maybe somebody else will will feel inspired by what I'm doing, and they're going to be the ones that do it. There'll be some girl out there who's a teenager right now that's going to see what I'm doing or see like what Christine Fisher's doing or, or, or even Cher Carbassian and other ladies who are doing this cool stuff, and they're going to be the ones. They're the ones that are going to benefit from all the, the footwork that we're doing and do some amazing stuff. So. Yeah, you know, just paying it, paying it forward. Uh, and it, it's safe to say that regardless of the what the leaderboard says, your legacy is cemented, and it's going to keep growing. And it because it transcends just what the leaderboard says. It transcends to people that are inspired, uh, and not just young women out there, or, women, or middle aged women, which I'm sure a lot of them would be in our being inspired by you but also even the guys you know like myself i i find inspiration what you do um so it's it's I appreciate not, you know it's, it's not just gender unique in that aspect no. you know, it's, it's just it's a life story that we all can apply and apply to within ourselves that doesn't mean being inspired by you doesn't mean that okay i'm gonna go out and take part in every single national and local trail in texas um Because that may not be w either what I want or what or what I can do within my responsibilities. Um, right. But that doesn't mean that I cannot get inspired in whatever else that I do on an everyday basis. Just um, get inspiration from that. And that applies to can, everyone. Can, can I tell you about something that happened at Broken Bow? That sure. really meant, meant more to me than anything. Like, you know, day one was a gamble and I lost. I'm a sort of a gambler. So I lost it on day one, but, uh, you know, on day two, I got a limit and, uh, you know, did pretty good on day two. But when I got, when I got back to the ramp, um, there was a mother and her daughter at the ramp that had been waiting for me the day before. And I had gone, I had gone 16 miles that day. So I was like the last one off the water. And I missed them. But the next day, they were still waiting for me at the ramp. And they had made me a, a sign, like, welcome to Oklahoma. And, and they had been watching my videos. And she, it was, it touched me so much because this young girl has a kayak. She's started to bass fish. She's going to start doing tournaments. And and the mom's so supportive of her. And that that they took the time out of their lives to wait for me in a parking lot and say hello. I mean, that, that meant more to me than if I had won that darn Hobie thing, because 
that girl is going to go forward and do some amazing things in life and, and have that joy of fishing. And that just, that meant more to me than anything, Armando, because like the, the tournaments come and go, but to have, be able to share that, uh, that joy with people that I'm just meeting um, and, and watch young ladies that, that want to get into bass fishing and, and want to do tournament fishing as a teenager, like how amazing is that, that they feel that empowered to do that. And if I can, if I can help that and, and help some young women that want to get into this and go out and have fun and compete. I mean, that, that to me is, is worth more than every time. Yeah. It is. It absolutely is because that's something real. That's something real where we are, where we're able as anglers to reach out and, and create that kind of positive interaction in the community and, and spread that joy and love that we have for fishing. That is way more important than any stupid big check that, uh, that'll, that has much bigger ripples in life than whatever place you get, any angler of the year points you get, anything. That's that's the real power of, of what we're doing to, to change people's lives for the better and, and change their families and bring them together and, and share that joy that, that we all have for fishing. So that means more to me. I mean, definitely, definitely. You can't, you can't put a price on that. There's no, there's no, no I don't care how big the check is. That's, that's more, and I, not to say that it's not nice to win and get the accolades and get the money, sure. but but all that's when it comes down to it, yeah, the, all that is just material. That connection you have with this young lady and her mom that transcends everything else. Yeah, and that's. they're gonna have, they're gonna do, you know. I'm hoping if I go through Oklahoma again, you know, I'm gonna try and stop by and go fishing with them and just do some fun fishing because that that stuff is real stuff and that stuff is what what matters. And I just that just want to share that that's what means the most really to me and all this is trying to see that you know we're all in this together and we, we'll compete and do stuff and some people win and get big checks and you know get all the accolades or whatever but there's something that's much bigger here and i think often that gets lost in in what we see on social media is is that joy and love and and sharing that with each other it's very true. Well, Kate, I thank you so much. I know we've been talking for pretty much an hour, and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I appreciate, appreciate it, Armando. It's as always, it's inspiring to talk to you, and I'm sure my audience, whoever's listening to the podcast, will drive inspiration from this. Uh, before right. I let you go, though, anybody you want to thank sponsorships? I don't know. You don't say you don't have many, but you do. Well, um, you have uh, some I'm friends, on- family. I'm sure you want to thanks. Yeah, I. I just want to say thanks to to my friends and, and those people that have really really stood by me and taken the time to know me for for who I am and accept accept my failures and you know and just understand that you know we're all human. I just want to just say thank you to everybody that's you know really taken the time to try and get to know me and, and understand and and share those moments in my life and you know um and also Hobie, Hobie's done an amazing job and, and I'm on the Hobie regional fishing team and, and they've, I'm just really proud to be a part of that. And, and I'm also a part, uh, partner with Omnia fishing and, and I love what they do. So those are sort of my, my main things, but, but really Armando, like I just am so grateful for the people in my life and that are, that are there through thick and thin and, and been true and stand by me. And, and I just, I love them to death. And I, I don't think any of us can do this by ourselves. So I'm just very fortunate to have those people in my life and, and just grateful to keep working for the good. <laughs> That's all I got. And I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you, Armando. No, and, and we're grateful to have you in our, kayak fishing community and our 
tournaments and serve as an inspiration. It's an honor to have you in this community and to be, you know, to share yeah, this community that's... with you. It's <laughs> it's always it's a privilege and an honor to have you here. So we're glad that of all the things you've decided to put your mind, set your cheers. mind to do, <laughs> cheers, <laughs> you decided to go into kayak fishing. So glad to have Best you. Best thing that ever happened. <laughs> yes. And we look forward to what what's coming next, you know, not this, this weekend. I know you got the – we're going to be at the KBF Trail in the Trinity River System Saturday, mm -hmm. Sunday. You're also going to be that same day or Saturday or Sunday. You're going to be at the KBBT, you know. Oh, no, um, Darnell will be the next weekend and the KBBT. Oh, okay, Darnell. Yeah. You can, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the 17th, I So you're going to be yeah. doing Darnell, Hobie Bass yeah. event, plus coupled with the KBBT So you got, I know you got your plate full just like you wanted. We yeah. wish you the best. Thank you. Uh, and, and this weekend as well. We'll talk a little bit after the pre, after the recording and share right. some stories on that. But thank you so much for joining us. Right. For those out Cheers. there listening. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. And for those out there listening, thank you for tuning in. Remember, if you're going to be on the water, please pour your PFDs. Stay safe out there. Be smart. Check out Douglas Rod, douglasoutdoors.com. Check out their full lineup of LRS and X-Matrix Rod. Thank you for listening, guys. Have a great night. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. In wild country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss wild country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.